0: It's July 7th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver.
1: And I'm Chris Kotnor.
0: Our top story today, Ukrainian forces raised their national flag on Snake Island this morning in a symbol of defiance against Moscow, but Russian forces consolidated their gains in eastern Ukraine and probed the defenses of potential new targets. Moscow responded to the flag-raising ceremony fast. It said one of its warplanes had struck Snake Island shortly afterwards and destroyed part of the Ukrainian detachment there. In other parts of the country, Ukrainian officials said on Wednesday that fighting was underway on the northern border between the Luhansk and Donetsk regions as Russian forces tried to make new inroads now that Luhansk is almost under full Russian control.
1: Russia has pocketed $24 billion from selling energy to China and India in just three months following its invasion of Ukraine, showing how higher global prices are limiting efforts by the U.S. and Europe to punish President Vladimir Putin. China spent $18.9 billion on Russian oil, gas, and coal, In the three months to the end of May, almost double the amount a year earlier, latest customs data show. Meanwhile, India shelled out $5.1 billion in the same period, more than five times the value of a year ago. That's an extra $13 billion in revenue from both countries compared to the same months in 2021.
0: Western countries are willing to safeguard Ukraine's future existence with security guarantees but they can't amount to a similar level of protection as the NATO military alliance provides, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz said Wednesday. Countries like the U.S., U.K., Germany, and France have started discussing with Ukraine how to ensure that a potential post-war peace agreement between Kyiv and Moscow will be respected by both sides so that Russia does not use such a truce to regroup and attack its neighbor again in the future. Ukraine has had bad experiences with security guarantees without sufficient enforceability. The country gave up its nuclear weapons in the 1990s in exchange for assurances from Russia, the U.S., and Britain, which vowed in the 1994 Budapest memorandum to respect the independence and sovereignty of Ukraine and to refrain from the threat or use of force against the country.
1: Elsewhere, Boris Johnson is set to resign as conservative leader but intends to carry on as prime minister until the autumn. The resignation comes after a wholesale rebellion of his cabinet, a wave of government resignations, and a devastating loss of party support prompted by his handling of the party's latest sex and bullying scandal. Mr. Johnson plans to stay on in the role of Prime Minister until a successor is in place, but there is no indication of whether his party's lawmakers, many of whom have turned against him, would go along with that. Downing Street said that Johnson planned to make a statement to the country later today. We'll be following this story and we'll bring you updates later this evening in the DSR Daily Brief newsletter.
0: G20 foreign ministers are arriving in Bali today as diplomats gather for a summit on the Indonesian resort island. Russia's Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov will be among the foreign ministers attending the meeting. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi are also set to attend the meeting as concern among Western governments grows over the impact of the Ukraine conflict on the cost of food and energy, which has prompted the UN to warn of an unprecedented wave of hunger and destitution. The summit will be the first face-to-face meeting between President Vladimir Putin's longtime foreign minister and some of Russia's biggest critics since the invasion began.
1: Around 300 inmates are on the run after a suspected raid by Islamist Boko Haram militants on a prison in Nigeria's capital, Abuja, on Tuesday night, an interior ministry official said "The raid highlights Nigeria's ongoing security challenges, especially in the northern regions where armed insurgents and gangs are rife. The suspected Boko Haram attackers came for members who were held in the prison. More than six hundred inmates had fled, but half had been recaptured, and a manhunt was continuing for the others."
0: One of the main suspects in the 2021 assassination of Haitian president, Jovenel Moise, pleaded not guilty on Wednesday in a federal court in Miami. Businessman Rodolphe Jar is charged with conspiracy to commit murder or kidnapping outside the United States, and with providing material support resulting in death. If convicted, Jar faces a maximum sentence of life imprisonment. His plea came almost a year after a squad allegedly made up of former Colombian soldiers, Haitian police officers, and others went to the president's residence and killed him on July 7,
1: 2021. Beijing has issued a mandate requiring people to show proof of COVID-19 vaccination before they can enter some public spaces, including gyms, museums, and libraries drawing concern from city residents over the sudden policy announcement and its impact on their daily lives. The list of public places requiring vaccination does not include restaurants and offices. The mandate will go into effect on Monday, with exceptions available only to those who cannot be vaccinated for health reasons.
0: In lighter news, a rural Georgian monument that some conservative Christians criticized as satanic And others dubbed America's Stonehenge was demolished Wednesday after a pre-dawn bombing turned one of the four granite panels into rubble. The Georgia Guidestones Monument near Elberton was damaged by an explosive device, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation said, and later knocked down for safety reasons. The monument had previously been vandalized, including when it was spray painted in 2008, in 2014 no suspects were identified, but the curse of the monument will get them soon. That's all the news we have for today. Be sure to rate review and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at daily at network.com. Members of the DSR network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, I spoke with Max Hoffman of the Center for American Progress about Turkey and NATO expansion. Go to the DSRnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources. And tune into Deep State Radio today to hear David Rothkopf and Kavita Patel talk with Barb McQuaid and Steve Vladek. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.